Welcome to the World Trade Webcast. I'm Greg Sandler, president of thinkglobal.com, the B2B network for global trade leads. This week on the World Trade Webcast, we're talking with Suresh Kumar, former director general of the U.S. Commercial Service, about the policy implications of the midterm elections on the nation's international trade agenda. Suresh, welcome to the World Trade Webcast. Good to be here, Greg. Well, we're very happy to have you. Suresh is currently a partner at Oliver Wyman, a leading global management consulting firm. He served as Assistant Commerce Secretary for Trade Promotion and Director General of the U.S. Foreign Commercial Service, part of the International Trade Administration, from 2010 to 2012. Suresh, as we all know, the Republicans now control both houses of Congress, while President Obama has two years left on his second term. What's your general assessment of the implications Republican control of both houses may have on the nation's trade policy agenda? Well, the results in itself were disappointing, but not surprising. Um, you know, old polls indicated to a change happening. Uh, with respect to the change and its implication to the uh, trade agenda, I don't see um, a whole lot of major change uh, for the simple reason that both parties, irrespective Democrats or Republicans, we're Americans first. And then we have party affiliation. We all have the same job to make sure others have jobs while keeping ours. And in addition to that, creating prosperity, um, creating more commerce and creating more opportunity for the American people. Both parties require that. Now, I recall vividly when I joined um, uh, the administration, we were coming out of the deepest recession and the mandate was clear. Go create more export opportunities and thereby create jobs. We did precisely that. And yes, we had some differences, but for the most part, people from both parties uh, came to the same agenda, came to the same table and moved in the same direction. So as I look at it, I do not see uh, a major change in the trade agenda happening. So do you think that, that perhaps there is a silver lining here and that this is actually an opportunity for a rare amount of bipartisan cooperation on an issue that perhaps both parties can agree on over the next two years? Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, Greg, to say it's a silver lining. I, I think it's in the interest of both parties to, um, to make sure that the trade agenda moves forward, um, that we move forward on the trade packs we're working on, uh, that we look at budgets deeply in terms of trade-facing agencies and make sure that we have more boots on the ground to help American companies constructively engage in global markets. Now, I think that um, that will happen. I also see that, um, you know, sometimes in, in, in politics, as you well know, um, what needs to happen is linked to some other desires. We will hold a trade pact discussion down Till you give in on something else. I hope that type of uh, shenanigans don't come, up, uh, come about. We are talking about creating more prosperity for our country um, at a time when the world is going through uh, reasonably challenging economic times. American recovery, though not as, uh, um, uh, as great as what we would have wanted, is significantly better than any other part of the world. Look at the markets. Uh, look at stock performance. So I think we have much going for us, and uh, we've got to make sure that we stay on that path. And not only that, that we build a stronger, better road for tomorrow by way of policy, policy options and negotiating the trade deals we have on the table. 
Excellent insight, and that gives us very good context for the rest of our discussion this week. We're out of time today, but tomorrow we'll come back with a discussion on the National Export Initiative. So uh, thank you for your insights today, and uh, we will look forward to continuing this discussion with you. Terrific. Thank you.